Corey Gleed, a clinical psychologist, and I specialize in evidence-based treatment for anxiety, depression, and stress. And I'm Anna White. I'm a former Wall Street executive. I experienced severe burnout at one point in my career, and I discovered that it had a lot to do with my type C personality. Anna and I are here to educate people about type C traits, which are being pathologically nice, putting the needs of others above yours, avoiding conflict, always saying yes, and worrying excessively about disappointing other people. On each episode, we'll share personal stories and also strategies for how to live in healthier ways and how to prevent burnout. Hi, everyone. So today on Type C Toolbox, we have a great topic, Type C and money. Money is a really complicating factor in lots of relationships, but for people with type C, they can find this extra challenging given their propensity to say yes automatically and feel really like a bad person when they say no. Type C people, unfortunately, can be way too generous. We're going to talk about lots of examples in our podcast today. As we talked about many, many times before, the root cause of this overgenerosity is not wanting to disappoint someone, feeling guilty if, when they say no, and worrying excessively about making others happy. So we've got some great examples, and then we've got two juicy stories for you. And so just starting with these examples about how this kind of manifests for type C people, one very common scenario is someone asked to borrow the type C or money and the type C person is not really in a position to lend the money, but they do it anyway because they don't want to disappoint the other person. And then they can have a really hard time asking for repayment. Another situation, sometimes type C people will pick up the tab when it's totally not necessary. It's just part of that over generosity and not wanting to disappoint your, you know, people that you're with, the group that you're with. And this can actually sometimes make people uncomfortable because they don't necessarily want you to pick up the tab, but the type C person will do it anyway. In work situations, you know, not asking for more salary. If you're a new employee or an existing, you've worked for the company for a while. You just have that level of guilt feeling, I don't want to ask for more. Maybe you don't feel like you're worth it. Maybe you just feel like it's going to, you know, put the boss in an uncomfortable situation having to go and fight for more money for you. So you just simply take what's given to you. In business, not wanting to negotiate when it's totally appropriate to do so. I mean, I find myself doing this sometimes. If you're giving someone a giant order, you are completely within your bounds to ask for better terms. I never do this. I always sort of take the terms as given. But you know, any type of situation where there's negotiation, type seers really have a hard time negotiating more for themselves or better terms for themselves. An another situation that I think a lot of type C people struggles with is feeling guilty when someone in your circle has less money than you do. And in those situations, the over generosity can really kick in. You feel this obligation to pick up the tab or to be, you know, more generous with that person because of the guilt that you feel because you may have more money. Also a common situation, we're seeing this more now, Corey, as we're getting older, but parents who have adult children, and so they keep funneling them money because they don't want to disappoint them. And maybe they don't want to make the adult child scale their lifestyle back a little bit. So they just keep, keep on going with, with the money. And then finally, a common example is type C people in divorce situations. They may have, uh, you know, a spouse or an ex-spouse who is not living up to the terms of the deal and not paying the alimony or the child support on time or not giving as much as they're supposed to. And the type C person in the spirit of avoiding conflict 
or feeling guilty because maybe that ex-spouse is having some financial difficulty, they tend to let it slide. Okay, so those are a few examples we wanted to run through. And now let's get into some sort of juicy stories. And Corey, I know you have a couple from your patients. I can think of, you know, two sort of um, patients of mine that really struggle with type C behavior, worrying about burdening other people, worrying about disappointing other people. And like you just ran through a bunch of things like the, um, you know, the having a hard time asking for money back, offering to pay when you shouldn't necessarily, not fighting for money that's owed to you. So I have a lovely patient who offered, first of all, offered, right? So I think when payment happens, type seers often quick to be the one to jump and offer to pay. So she offered to pay for her roommate um, to actually to use her credit card for the monthly, I'm sorry, weekly uh, grocery bill. And then instead of because it makes her feel so uncomfortable and worries about, you know, upsetting the other person, she wouldn't ask her roommate to pay her on a weekly basis. And unfortunately, over time, this really built up to be a a fair amount of money. So these type C behaviors and worries really got her stuck. And as we said before, it can really affect relationships. So she's starting to get more and more frustrated that her roommate's not paying her back. She's not saying anything about it because she feels worried about disappointing the roommate. But in the end, after about like 10 weeks of this or so, the roommate's kind of overwhelmed when she's reminded, hey, I've been using my credit card to pay for the groceries, now you owe me this whopping bill. So that's a pretty, you know, I think, challenging situation. And unfortunately, the type C behavior drives that. And then, you know, the roommate has to be, my patient has to remind the other roommate to kind of pay her back in chunks, which is really hard. So I have a story about a workplace situation where I went to work for this company and I went to work in the middle of the year. So that year, I got a stub bonus. I got a prorated bonus based on the amount of months that I worked there. Fast forward to the next year, and the way that bonuses work in the financial world is usually they are based on the year before, and you get some sort of an increase over that year. Well, my boss had calculated my bonus on the prorated amount instead of the full year, right? And so when I got my number, I was like, wow, this is not what I was expecting. This is not very good. And so I said, did you base this on my prorated bonus instead of thinking about the full year? And he said, oh, I didn't realize that was a prorated bonus. I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, well, that's okay. And I just let it slide. (sighs) It's crazy town because it was a meaningful amount of money, but I didn't want to burden him. I didn't want to get on his bad side. I knew the company was having some financial difficulties. So it wasn't easy to go and fight for this money. So I just basically said, okay, well, you know, it's fine. Let's just figure out how we can make it up next year. And maybe we can work on a little bit of a salary adjustment. But I really needed to go in and fight for that money. And I did not. So very, very typical type C. Yeah. Oh, painful. Um, Okay. So I have another patient example, and then we're going to share some strategies to think about to manage this better. So I have another patient who shared with me that when she gets to work every morning, she sends a text to a bunch of her coworkers asking if they want to buy, if they want her to buy them Starbucks. And so of course they do, who doesn't need coffee in the morning. And when they want to pay her for the coffee, she usually turns them down, even with all the delivery fees. She doesn't want them to think she's stingy or greedy. She doesn't want to burden them 
in any way. She usually says, don't worry about it. It's just coffee. But she realizes that it's not just coffee because it eventually over time really adds up. Everyone knows Starbucks is not cheap. So now she feels she can't go back and start collecting the money because it's kind of become this thing that she does. So some people do kind of force money on her, but some just accept that she's giving them free coffee. She talked a lot about, you know, these feelings and beliefs that we've talked about in the past that drive this not wanting to disappoint other people or burden other people behavior. One of the things that she says is that there's something, you know, that she's kind of learned over time as a woman and in her culture about um, you know, if you offer something for someone, then you're obligated to pay. And I know you've mentioned to me um, that as a Southern person, that's kind of typical too, right? Very. It's very cultural. If you invite someone or you're hosting something, then it's just sort of the expectation that you pick up the tab. Yeah. So this patient has also talked about other times when she excessively overpays, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, Anna. So her cleaning person, her babysitter or delivery people that come to the house and do something for her, she will often double or pay excessively. She said that she explained that she worries about burdening them with asking them to do these chores for her or these tasks for her, and she wants to make up for it in some way. So uh, these obviously are ways that the type C behaviors can really get people stuck. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the consequences of being a really generous, and then we'll talk about some strategies. But, you know, obviously this can damage relationships. You talked about the roommate situation earlier. You know, over time, type C people can become really angry and resentful, especially in situations where they've lent somebody money and that person is not paying them back. They may, you know, which is kind of typical of type C, but they may just stew in silence and just hold that anger inside and avoid the conflict of having to say, listen, we got to work out the pay the repayment terms here. The type C person may feel like the borrower should know better and be aware of the need to start paying them back. And, you know, the borrower might think that the type C silence is a, you know, a sign of true generosity or a lack of urgency to pay them back. You know, another consequence is obviously you can damage your own financial situation like I did with the bonus story. That money was owed to me and I should have fought for it and it could have helped my my financial picture. You know, something else to think about in in at work or in business is sort of behavior like I engaged in can make you look weak or people can take advantage of you very easily. And and that's you know, something to be very aware of because that's not what you want to present yourself in the work world. Um, and then finally, obviously, all of these examples and stories and behaviors can increase your own stress level. It's just bad for your health. Any additional stress is 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 going to manifest it somehow in your in your health, both men mentally and physically. One hundred percent. So I think that's a really good point. You know, unfortunately, many of my patients talk about this fear of you know you know avoiding asking for it back or the anxiety, worrying about upsetting someone if they do, but also the anger and resentment as time grows. Holding on to all of that can lead to fatigue. It can lead to migraines. It can lead to sleep issues, stomach problems. So, okay, let's be more positive now. Yes. Let's <laughs> a little bit about the tools. But, you know, I do think this is just such an important topic, topic um, to affects your health and, as you said, the financial situation. So, First thing, as always, 
Notice the rules, should statements, cultural upbringing, uh, your early childhood experience, and how so many of those things probably, you know, are things that drive your behavior. Would you be willing to ask yourself, is there a cost in my present life about this? Would I be willing to make a change so that I am still thinking about other people, but I'm also thinking about myself? In order to make these changes, you're going to have to be willing to sit with guilt, sit with fear of upsetting someone when you ask for the money back, when you ask for a raise, when you say no. When you do say no, say it assertively using an I statement or a broken record. So you could say something like, I'd really like to help, but I'm not in a position to right now. And with a close friend or someone that you care a little bit about, you can be helpful to them, but maybe not asking for it in a monetary way. Come up with something creative. So you could say, um, you know, can I, if someone says, can you know, can you chip in uh, for the dinner party that I'm going to have, you could just offer to bring something that might be be more manageable for you. So anything that you can offer, this is the bartering thing that Anna was talking about that's so hard for type C or thinking of non-financial um, ways. So I think we've said this before, but it never hurts to say it again. Be brave. Uh, making change is really tough. Be kind to yourself. Start slow. Uh, any small changes that you can make will have an impact. You know, Corey, and I think finally, just to wrap up, I think awareness of all of this is half the battle, questioning why you do the things you're doing, why you make the decisions that you do, why you react the way that you do. This is the biggest part of change, just slowing down to notice and not doing things on automatic pilot. And also just to make the point that, you know, you're not alone. <laughs> We're not crazy as type C people. So many people struggle with these issues and there are a lot of strategies that can help. We have so much on our blog. We welcome you to join us there and dive in a little deeper. So we really hope you liked the episode today. And speaking of liking, we'd love to for you to go on iTunes and put some stars on there if you like the episode, even write a review if you'd like to. There are a lot of ways to get in touch with us if there are topics you'd love for us to cover. You can email us. It's typectoolbox at gmail.com. You can go to our blog, typectoolbox.com. There are links there to get in touch with us. And also check out our Instagram feed. We've got a lot of quick hit videos covering a lot of these topics. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening today. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. It's not meant to be a substitute for mental health treatment. If you're having a mental health emergency, please dial 911. If you're looking for mental health treatment, please visit the National Alliance on Mental Illness website at NAMI, which is N-A-M-I dot org.